Welcome to The Awkward Stare, where Arlene, Natasha, and Jahan take a long, awkward look at life and deep dive into all manner of subjects. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. If you like what you hear, please share with some friends and follow us for more content like this. And we love hearing from you all. <laughs> so please don't hesitate to contact us at theawkwardstare at gmail.com. That's theawkwardstare at gmail.com. Today, we're talking about friendships because um, we, we've had these conversations before about friendships and stuff like that, but we're continuing on the conversation about alignment versus values and friendships and what's important or if both are important. But before we get up to that, we were like talking about, you know, continue on this conversation. Um, we had Wilda on our second episode of uh, The Awkward Stare. We were talking about, just talking about signs and placements and all that stuff. And so that was um, the conversation we were having before we jumped on. Yeah, like, I guess the commonalities in the, in, in all the, the signs but also the the your placement so like your rising sign and your moon sign and all that stuff and how that makes a difference um in your uh i guess personality and you know i was talking about dating and, and trying to you know dating like the same sign as you like how that is and and all that which is which is you know strange to me like to date someone that's like me it's like you know, it's different. <laughs> but like, according to Wilda, like Jahan was saying, like, they're not really like you. They just have the same sun sign as you, but their whole chart may look like totally different, creating a whole new, unique person. Like you said, it's your moment in time and that moment can't be duplicated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's that too. So I think, yeah, I, I, as I'm ta- talking out loud and I, and I mentioned before, like, people that I've dated that have the same sign as me or not really dated, but, um, and, or come across friendships come across and even like people who are family that have similar personalities or whatever, but it's, they're not the same as you. Mm-hmm. And therefore you have to take them at like what they're giving you as opposed to looking at their sign and saying, Oh, we're both, we're both Pisces. You're both Pisces, sunrise, sun sign, but there's like this whole, being even as a person who's not as into horoscopes or or um, astrology as you all are or as well versed in it i feel like it's like there's a whole person that has to be taken into consideration the sun sign is wonderful but for me it doesn't play out necessarily all the time people don't know that i'm aries people are like oh you're aries and i'm like yeah <laughs> the hardcore aries the time i was born day i was born right so it's fine. I think that we just have to take the person for who they are. And if you want to tap into like finding out when they were born, where they were born, what time they were born, it might give you some more insight. But I think just looking at their sun sign is not going to be enough. How do you uh, find that information out though? Like without sounding like a total creep? I would say, hey, usually what I do is say, hey, what time, were, what day was your, what's your birthday again? So you just ask straight oh, out, crazy. <laughs> um, What time were you born? Were you born in the morning? What time? Do you, 
Look at your birth. I'd be like, look at your um birth certificate and get back to me. Um, <laughs> Where yeah, were I you? Just asked. What, what hospital were you what, born in? What hospital? <laughs> yes, and I do ask. So what city was it? Was it you were born in? Oh, okay. So you were born in Brooklyn. <laughs> not outside. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know i mean you could just yeah i mean i guess you could just i don't know i never tried to ask but um, yeah, that's how, that was sounding like a whole weirdo that's okay. i just i just let it flow i just let it flow i'd be like yes i'm looking up your birth chart let me see what's let me see what you got in your birth chart because like, you're <laughs> demon <laughs> yeah so wait um so you know i i know what city you're from you know, I know, you know, where you know, what your sun sign is. I know the date of birth. So just one little piece of information is missing for me. I just really need to know the time you were born. <laughs> just, just that little, little piece of information. That's that's the only part that's going to sound a pen, Take a pen and what what time? What time was that? <laughs> right. Make sure you hear the click, right? Hold on. <laughs> What time were you born? <laughs> and make sure you know. So you said ten o'clock. Are you estimating the time, or is this this is this, this is the time? Ten a.m. Was it ten a.m. Like was it, on the dot? Was it ten o one or ten? You took the pen. <laughs> it matters, I need to it know. I need to know. Was it ten twelve? <laughs> I need to know the exact. <laughs> hour and minute thank you thanks so much will you find that out just confirm thanks so much just ask your mom i'm sure she knows or your dad you just ask one of them then they oh, so get to me thanks so so you don't have your birth certificate your mom still has okay so, so, so you go, are you going to call her <laughs> then clicks hold on let me <laughs> does not own his own birth certificate <laughs> Needs to call the Department of Health. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, man. All right. Y'all are too much. <laughs> so I need updates anyway. I need updates. I need updates. You need updates. We were supposed to update people on something else this week. And girl, you know, I didn't. Updates. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to update them on like how we were doing collaboration with other people and like how we were building our sisterhood network oh i've done nothing nothing to do that i feel like let me see i did have lunch with somebody from work but i've already like we already collaborate um that that was uh sarah Curlin, who's been on the podcast before we had lunch last week saturday um but we already kind of collaborate we talk a lot so um i really so i'm not gonna even count that one but i think that's building though that's yeah that is building that's like it's not when we say like collaborating and stuff like that i think it also means maintain even maintaining the ones that you have not just trying to add on bodies that's true yeah and it was a nice lunch so yeah that's basically all i did tashi what about you i actually had um dinner with my immediate manager Mm -hmm. um the other day which was really good really interesting we talked about career and stuff like that so I appreciated that conversation that was the first time we talked outside of work uh and it was really helpful for me I haven't connected with anybody new that I can think of outside of outside of that but I it 
it feels like that was enough for me <laughs> to like figure out a few things that I need, that I would like to continue to think about in my career going forward and also thinking about who else I need to connect with because without having had to have that conversation, I might still have been flipping my fins a little bit, not really knowing what next to do. So I think I have some good next steps from that conversation. That's really good. Because I actually had lunch without it being a conscious thing. This this was not on my mind. I was like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be doing something. This was not a conscious effort, but maybe I should be more conscious about how I'm going about things. What about you? Was it conscious or was it like just something that kind of came up in the week? It wasn't conscious. I didn't think about our, our, our like update. What I did know is we had um, been talking about some other things and maybe like two months ago, maybe a month ago, she had mentioned the restaurant that she says really, really good. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I'm like, yeah, we could go. And then we just never planned it. And it just fell in the right time because some other things that are happening that we wanted to meet up last week so and talk outside of work um and talk about about career and career path and interests and things like that so it was it was conscious in the sense that I knew that I was going in to talk about what I was interested in and what next steps potentially could be um in my in my work gotcha yeah that's interesting I guess we will we might um need to revisit this conversation because I guess this is a, this is not like it's not gonna be the only conversation we have about like what you know what we're building or what are we changing up in our lives or whatever I think it's, it's a constant thing um so I'm just I guess this is an ongoing conversation so Natasha and I had this conversation with another friend group about alignment versus values and it's important to have this similar values as your friend group. And our, one of our friends brought up the fa- fact that, that it's not as important to have the same values, but um, it's more about alignment in that we've had a lot of conversations about friends and like, you know, friends breaking up, what, what does it mean to, to detach yourself or setting boundaries and stuff like that. But this conversation of alignment and values alignment is when what you say and what you do and how you live in the world um, kind of align. I think that's what I got from the, from the message. What you say and what you do, that means you're, you're, you are living in alignment. And values is like principles or standards of behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, the regard that something is held to deserve the importance, worth, or usefulness of something. <laughs> What's the difference between these two? I don't, I don't really see a difference. It feels like, especially if you're talking about what you deserve, or what you think yeah, you're I was worth. Gonna say that. It feels like if I feel like I deserve to live a certain kind of life, then either I align with that or I align myself with that or I don't. Like if I value, for example, family, and I feel like the family that I have is one that I don't deserve, then I might not even take care of them the way I say that I want to. So I'm not in alignment, but that doesn't change my value. I don't know if that's a good example, but it almost feels like you can easily have a value, but not align yourself with it, but not be aligned with it. Yeah. And that's, that's from what you're saying, from what I'm gathering is like, you could be out of alignment with your own value system. Like, I think a lot of us 
some people are though. Um, if you watch, you could say a lot of things about like who you are or whatever, but it, deep down inside, if you're not, if that's not what you believe and that's not how you really live your life and then you're living your life a totally different way, you're out of alignment. I guess there is a distinction. It's just maybe a subtle one. Just because you have a value doesn't mean that you're living according to that value. And therefore you're out of alignment. And if you're out of alignment, that means you're probably unhappy in some kind of way, which could happen any day and you can get back in alignment the next day, right? But not following your your value or not honoring your value could be the problem or the thing that's guiding you. If your values are are strong, though, like usually if your values are come from the, you know, that's a core value that comes from the inside. That's something that's set inside you. Right. So if you're like, if you feel that the moment comes where you're out of alignment with that, then you have to make a decision to get yourself back in it. But your, your core value, it's like your compass is telling you that you're out of alignment because you'll feel it in your gut. You'll feel it in your, you, your emotional, you know, health will be affected. Your you'll be mentally affected, you'll be uh, spiritually affected when you, when you don't feel like you're in alignment with what, you va- what's, what your core value is. Or, right, you have to reassess what you think your values are because you might think your value is one thing, but it's really not that. Right, to get yourself back in alignment, you could, you could reassess that. This is all about perspective. You have the power to change your perspective about a lot of things, so... That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, I guess that's that's how we end up. Maybe that's how we end up with friendships that don't serve us then, because sometimes we are living out of alignment with ourselves. And so we start to um, accumulate people around us that aren't necessarily the best for our path. And therefore, we become misaligned with our own I guess, purpose or our value system or whatever. And we start to behave in ways that are out of alignment. So maybe it's not being in alignment. Your friendships don't align. It's more of you aligning yourself with who you are. And you're either going to meet the people along the way who are in alignment with who you truly are, your value system, or you're you're going to not. Um, But maybe that's what is. I don't know. This is all hypothetical. Don't know. Well, if you're in, you have to also be in alignment with yourself and in your values, right? So if you do come across friendships or like, not even friendships, just, you know, meeting new people, whatever, and you're getting to know them. And I mean, through awareness, right? Awareness of self, uh, awareness of your reality, um, you can kind of see, all right, uh, we're not in alignment with each other and this ain't gonna work. So bye-bye. It happens that like me living in Florida and meeting new people, it's harder for me to meet. It's harder for me to make friends because like I can see and tell like when we're not going to be in alignment with each other. Like I can tell it and see it. And so it does make it easier for me to be like, all right, peace, yo. Whereas before I probably would have stayed in a toxic friendship just to be a good friend. Now I'm like, "Ah, no, thank you. Bye. <laughs> so I mean, deeper down, I guess for myself, I think that there have been times where, um, because I guess our values do change over time. And 
I've had friends who are definitely in alignment with who I was before. And now that I'm a little bit different, I feel like I'm, I'm going to just say I've been holding on to these friendships. Like last night, me and my siblings were having Natasha's one of my siblings. I don't know why I say it. like, but anyway, that I hold on to these friendships like really tightly. And I'm just like, wait a minute. I, I hold on to them so tightly that if when they're not working out or whatever, and knowing that I'm doing my meditations and I've been doing meditations for years, but um, I've been, I started doing Sufi meditation and stuff. And I see people falling out of my life and I want to hold on to these friendships. I'm like, my, my uh, siblings pointed out that possibly these are not friends for you. And you have to figure out to cut to the chase if they're in alignment with who you, where you're going and um, how do they fit into your life now? And I always say that to them. And then last night I'm sitting down, I'm like, wait, you're hanging out with this person. You're going to talk to Arlene tomorrow. You're going to um, hang out with um, Clay and Jonathan tomorrow. So why are you worried about this one person who didn't call you because they're in New York? Okay, that's okay. Like, it's all right. There, there could be a number of reasons, but it's not like I don't have friends who I'm aligned with. I'm going to hang out with my friend Pavel next week. It's all good. Like, let it go. Sometimes you got to let go of these people because honestly, you're along your journey and that maybe they don't, you don't suit their journey anymore. And that's okay too. Like they realize that this is not the friendship for them. You're out of alignment with their path and that's okay. It doesn't make anybody a bad person or anything like that. So I had to do, do some work on my own feelings, you know, letting, letting those things and those things that are not aligning go. Have you all ever had that feeling? I mean, I think we've talked about it a, a lot. A, a number of times about those um, feelings where those stories where we have had those people fall out of our lives because we've been doing the work. Yeah. Like for me, I, there've been like some friendships that just fall through the cracks or just don't, you know, they're not the same, but more recently I, I met a person who I thought was in alignment with me because they were very a spiritual person and I thought they were spiritually mature and blah, blah, blah. And then getting to know them, I really, I could see like, oh, you're very in your ego. Like you think you spiritual, but you wholly in your ego, right? I, I tell that by the way they judge other people and treat other people. And even the way when, if I say something, your reaction if your reaction to it is to be defensive, you know, and I'm like, Ooh, you know? So like, even recently, like I've been going through a transition in my life right now. I'm transitioning out of my job. I'm trying to find you know, finding a new career path and, and going into certain things. And it's been kind of like a tumultuous, chaotic, you know, time right now where I'm not, I may not be as available to a lot of people as I usually am. You know, if I go out of my way to explain, hey, I'm going through some stuff right now, my bad, I'm not really available like that. And you immediately go, oh, you know, don't worry about it. You know, and if a person's not giving me the same energy, I'm going to, I'm just going to fall back. And I was like, yeah, I never responded back to that text message. I'm never going to respond to the text message. And even after that, I'm, we're not friends anymore because you just made it about yourself. I just, I didn't have to explain to you what I was going through, but I explained it to you. You know, I opened myself up to you and you made it, and you made it a, a 
if you're not reciprocating that energy, I'm just going to fall back. <laughs> like, kiss my fucking ass. How about that? Don't call me no more. I always wonder, like, what, what does that mean to reciprocate energy? Because I think that everybody is going to have a different energy level. Exactly. At any point in time, like, uh, yeah, you're going to have a different energy level. Like, people go through a lot in life. And I think that friendship is also, like, you did the most by being open and honest about like this is like a a time of great transition for me and no you're not going to hear from me every day I'm sorry about that I don't I just wonder like what do people mean by that I never I don't understand that because you can't necessarily like energy is not going to necessarily always be the same as you put in but I think that we all know what what it's like when somebody really wants to be there and sometimes we are unable to I actually was going to add to that question where it's like where's the line get drawn I think sometimes what happens is I know this happens to me is that I'm so fixated on the fact that somebody didn't answer a text message or they answered three days later or something like that that I'm so worried about like also oh, you don't you didn't really want to talk to me and that's me you call it ego, my self-esteem, my whatever, my confidence gets a blow. But it's then it's like I have to remind myself I have a lot of people <laughs> that I could be talking to. And sometimes, as we've said already, people are going through things. But I think that sometimes what I find hard when it comes to friendships or any of my relationships is when does the line get drawn where it's I'm always reaching out to you and I never hear back from you in the same way or I'm always the one to have to reach out to make sure everything is okay with you, but you never reach out to check on me. Like, where does that line get drawn when it comes to friendships? And I think that's what I struggle with. I used to typically be the one to be like, hey, how's it doing? How you doing? That's something that I always did before, but now I feel like that's not what I want to do and how I want to spend my energy. What do I do? Especially if me and that person don't have that kind of relationship. Like Arlene and I, we don't have to talk every day, but it's fine. I think I, I think there's an understanding that this is, this is what we are. We know we're adults. We got shit going on, whatever. That's fine. And I have other friends like that. But then there's some people where I feel like there's this gray area. Like who needs to reach out now? Did I reach out the last time? Did you reach out the last time? And I feel like it's so childish and it's very tiring to me. So it's like, where do you draw the line? Right. And I think that's where, where I'm at. So I think the same thing with, with Johanna. It's like, if somebody doesn't reach out, what do you do? Like, how do you decide, is there a specific personality or person that you decide that you, you can continually reach out and that's okay because you know that that person usually is struggling or is it somebody who you don't need to do that with and therefore it's like, you can tell that they just don't want to be talking, to talk to you. Yeah, I'm like having trouble with that myself because I'm like, I am not a good, I'm not good at reaching out to people. And I have to like, be honest with myself, I am not good at reaching out to people um, and so I also struggle with this, this fact that, that perhaps my own behaviors have also led to certain, um, certain um, friendships not lasting as long as they could have. And so me, I have to figure out a way to um, change my own behavior because I can't worry about, I don't know, I can't, I can't uh, worry about other people's behaviors um, if they didn't call me because they, they're doing this or whatever, it's like, how do I, how do I behave in a way that is in alignment with who I am 
despite like, okay, well, I'm scared of reject, giving up on all that. Like, how do I support my friends better at the end of the day? And then um, deciding whether it feels good to me in that support while I'm supporting them. Does this friendship feel good to me? Because I know that it's not going to be the same all the time, but I know when I'm being supported, do I feel good in that support when they do support me? Do I feel good in the friendship when I do hear from them or whatever the case may be? And I'm, am I helping them too? Because I'm like, sometimes it's like, I could complain all day, but I'm like, possibly you're not, I'm not being a good friend. Or maybe there's something else going on in my head where I need to evaluate that friendship for myself because I'm not being a good friend anyway. And if I want, um, I'm starting to believe that if you want to do it, you're going to do it. If people want to do something, they're going to want to do it. And people also do what they don't want to do if, if they think something's important enough. Like they do what they don't want to do. We go to work every day so uh or five days a week however many days you go to work so um there is that too yeah I don't I don't know if I answered your question Tash but yes and no I think I don't think it's a straight answer I think it's just a matter of figuring out uh for myself at least I'm just figuring out who I'm dealing with because I think it's each person is different and from there I'll take it but yeah that's it's interesting to, to think about it in in the way of just saying you know I just people do what they want to do but at the same time they also do what they don't want to do I don't want to be I don't want to be an obligation either yeah I think like you so you have your friendships right I know I have my friendships I don't talk to everybody every day but like I'm there when you need me and you know I try to be a support in whatever um any of my friends are going through but I feel like when it becomes this obligation it's unnatural you know we all got our own things going on like we're adults like we have responsibilities we we're going through stuff and and you know once you if you don't talk to a person for like a couple weeks or whatever and then you come back together like for example us we won't talk for a few weeks or we'll like catch up or whatever. And then, and then when we do talk, we'll talk for hours and it'll be us catching up with what's been going on. I feel like as adults, it should be like, I'm gonna let you live your life. I'm here, you know, like there's a thing that was like, friends are like stars. You don't always see them, but you know that they're there. You know, it's like, you know, I'm here. I, I, I will always be here. But don't make it an obligation or responsibility that I have to call you every day or or be there every day because sometimes I got my own shit going on. Sometimes I don't want to talk. Sometimes I simply don't want to talk. Sometimes I'm so drained from the day that I just want to recharge and be quiet and say nothing and do nothing, you know? And and I feel like if we love each other because the core of a, any relationship should be love the foundation should be based on love right if we love each other then that understanding is there is is there it should be just it's just there it's not that it's always there but it's it should for me personally it's just there I know I'm gonna be there for you I know that you'll be there for me if I need you that's what it is like it shouldn't be this like pressure like sometimes you just want to chill by yourself Sometimes you want to freaking you, you, you want to recharge your energy. Like for me, I have a 
extroverted job yo i talk to people all day sometimes like all not sometimes every day all day i'm talking to people which is a lot for me sometimes so come friday saturday sometimes i'm freaking exhausted like i emotionally mentally drained but certain like for example this particular person i'm not gonna say any names but this particular person is like would take that shit so personally like to the point it was like i'm not gonna reciprocate i'm not i'm gonna fall back you're not reciprocating my energy it's like actually i'm giving you the energy that i have right now in explaining this motherfucking shit i don't have to explain that is energy that I'm giving you, you know what I'm saying? I'm spending, <laughs> and people don't see that. They don't understand that. They don't, they don't, you know, this is my opinion, I guess. I, I hear you. I, I don't, I think sometimes it's more, as human beings, we make things more complicated than, than needs to be. Cause I think at this point in life, we all know that, especially when you know, if you've known each of us, there's a, a point that you know you reach as you know uh I'm, I'm I'm an introverted person and so like I I that doesn't mean I don't like being around people that's absolutely not the case I do actually enjoy being around people and talking to new people and everything like that but it's like I went to an event yesterday and I was just like ready to go I'm ready to go I talked enough me and my other sister we did enough she was ready to go. I was ready to go. And I'm went, waiting for it because this is her friend's event. And I'm just like, she's like, oh, let me know when you're ready to go. I'm like, yeah, let you let me know. Oh, we know how that goes. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> Not nah, and say it. I, I, I am just, ready. Whenever so, you're ready, I'm ready. I'm ready when if you're ready. ready is now, <laughs> then let's leave. <laughs> so I said, so when we get out, it's almost like, you know, Aisha, you, you, you got to just say that you're ready to go because we already established me, Tashi, Arlene already established a, a sign like one of us is ready to go. We all leaving. We can't keep on going back and forth because we can go back and forth forever. So I'm like, you know, I understand that. So like we have this like thing where, you know, we got to recharge and you should know that sometimes I need to recharge. But you can always hit me up via text message and I'll answer your text message real quick. So, well, sometimes sometimes I forget to answer it. But if it's important, I'll, I'll answer it really quickly. So I think that if you know me as a friend, you know that I text message, I got you on text message and I'll call you if it's really something that we need to talk about. Other than that, you can't expect me to sit on the phone for hours because I cannot do that anymore. It's so funny you say about text messaging because I know for myself, like I've gotten mad because I'm trying to, I'm not even trying anymore. I'm at a point where I'm not on my phone as much, although these past few days I've been on my phone a lot, but I'm on my phone as much. So the funny thing is, I'd look at a message and I'm like, I'll respond in a minute. And then hours have passed. And then I look at my phone again and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't respond to this message. Or it could be like the next day. And I'm like, oh shit, I totally fucking forgot to message messages. So that's another, that's another here and there. But um, I do have friends, for example, I would not talk to for weeks and then I'm like, hey, how's it, how you going? And I'm like, I'm great. How are you? And it's a full conversation via text message. And I'm okay with that. And when talking about jobs, I feel like most of the jobs I've ever had in my life always required a lot of energy out of me. And it wasn't until two jobs ago that I realized how much the job takes out of me. 
And so being introverted, people seem to think that it's like you just you don't like people, like Jahan's kind of said, you don't like people, you don't want to be around people. And, and no, it's not that. It's, I actually love being around people and meeting new people. It's just I have to balance it a whole lot so that I can have enough for myself. So even at work now, when there are meetings, have meetings, have meetings, I literally look at my calendar and I'll get anxious because I'm like, I don't know when I'll be able to, at what point I'm going to just drop off and not be able to contribute at all. Like, I don't know what I can give more. If on Monday I have three meetings, on Tuesday I have two meetings, on Wednesday I have to manage it for Tuesday the meeting, and then Thursday, I have, like, it's like, that makes me crazy. So then when it comes to friendships, if I talk all day at work, and then you want to talk at night, even via text message, uh, I don't know that I'm going to have it. And having a friend and having friends, period, that understand that is really, really, really important. And don't even talk for it for like you're dating somebody. They really have to understand that because it can be so hard to, to communicate that without the person fit, taking it offensively. That's also a challenge in any relationship, whether you're talking about friends or intimate or whatever. But it goes back to what we were saying about alignment. If you're clear in yourself, then you can maybe, maybe it'll be easier for you to explain it to somebody else so they can understand who you are and they can stay or they can go. But it really is about being aligned and clear in your values and being aligned with that value or those values. I agree. And I think, I feel like I've been guilty of being on the other end of that, where I've been like, so you don't, so you canceling again, or you're not hanging out with me, or you're not calling me, blah, blah, blah. So that means you don't like me as a person, you hate me. And I've been guilty of that. So I have to like, take the responsibility in myself where I was just like, okay, well, this person is not, they don't want to be friends with me. I'm probably, I said this last night too. I'm not going to lie. I'm a weirdo. Nobody wants to hang out with me. I'm going to just go cry in my bed now. Then, you know, you, uh, I get it. Like myself, sometimes it's just like possible that the person doesn't have time or it's possible. There's so many other reasons why. And so I have to had, I have had to come to my own understanding of like, yeah, I have those, those tendencies to feel like maybe it's this or that, but I have to just surface level go from what I know. And I don't know a lot about what's going on in a, another person's head. I don't know what's going on in their life. So um, unless I know, unless they tell me. Um, so I'm working on that myself. Yeah. I didn't want to say when she, as I read that message, she said, I'm a weirdo. Nobody wants to hang out with me. And I'm like, Bitch, don't you have, did you have lunch with somebody last week? Like two people last week and you having dinner with somebody tomorrow? What are you talking about? But all I said was, I'm sorry you feel that way. Because that's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't you just it, hang out with somebody? <laughs> it's so crazy because. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm like laughing about it, but that's, it's not different from what I would do too. But only thing is I wouldn't say it to anybody. I would just be in, be in my bed, like laid up, like fuck everybody. Don't nobody want to talk to me. That's fucking fine because I got myself. I'm going to spray my perfume, my curtain, and I'm going to just sit here and I'm going to take a shower and it's going to be wonderful. Watch me watch this movie. And then <laughs> I wake up the next morning. I'm like, you're ridiculous. This is dumb. Do better. Right. So, and, think, and you have an event to go to today. And, so like, I, and it has to do today with gold people, right? Like, you know what I mean? So it's just, I think there is some, obviously some work to be done there about like realizing that being a drama queen is, is not cute. But I think it also comes from, um, and I guess it's not getting into something else where it's like, how can I be a good friend if I'm not handling my past traumas? And I think that because I have past traumas around literally feeling like I'm weird or being an outcast 
in certain situations, knowing that I'm an outcast in certain situations and being sectioned off and being by myself a lot, it's caused me to have these feelings of like, I'm an outcast. That does get triggered in me every once in a while. Cause um, yeah, I've been, I've had situations where, yeah, I was literally an outcast and people did not want to talk to me and people did not want to hang out with me. And um, it doesn't feel good. And that comes up every once in a while where it's like, oh my God, this does not feel good. I, uh, and this feels familiar. And yeah, I'm, I'm working. I have to work through that. And Natasha's shadow work in the chat. Thank you. Yes, it is. A, it is something. And I think that um, the universe keeps on bringing these things up because it's something I do have to work on. It's like, but this is, is this true? Or are you just making it up? Or is it something that you just need to work through? And I think that it also makes it hard for me to begin new relationships with different people because I'm afraid. And we, I keep on saying this. Um, and I guess because I keep on saying this, this is work I need to do begin new relationships in other um, places because I'm like automatically people are going to reject me. But anyway, y'all d- confessions, confessions. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, I feel like the perfect question for myself at least has been, how do I want to show up? That's what I'm going to do until I no longer want to show up in that way and give myself the ability and the flexibility to say, I can change my mind about how I want to show up. I don't know. Like, I guess I've had moments too, like, you know, how Jahan is like, oh, you know, nobody wants to hang out with me. But then I also have to remember, like, I sometimes I've canceled on people like countless amounts of times and shit. And so it's like of my own doing almost like my own introverted. And then I'll be feeling like super social. And then afterwards I'll be like, damn, I regret this. I shouldn't have made plans, (laughs) but I'll show up, you know, like. But you also have to be like, like trying not to take those things so personally. I'm in a point in my life where it's like, I, f- I do what feels good to me. And if I, if feel it, if what feels good to me is, is, is laying up in the bed and, and recharging my battery, I'm going to do that. Like, I'm not gonna force social situations or f- force myself to be out there. Like, like I said, Monday through Friday. I'm doing the most extroverted job as an introvert, which is talking to people all day. I talk to people all day. By Friday, people want to hang out on Friday. That's the social day. Friday is the social day. Everybody wants to turn up on a Friday. For me, after I come back from the gym, I'm drained. Literally drained. My body feels like like it's on E. And so if I'm, if I would make a plan and then I would be like, look, I can't, I, 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 I'm exhausted. I physically cannot do that. I physically cannot be here. And I apologize. We're going to have to reschedule. Let's do it tomorrow. Let's do it on Sunday when I, you know, I've been like, I've recharged my battery and I can go and be social again. I will do that. And the person on the other end would either have to understand that or not. And if they fall off, like, I'm okay with that. Like, you and I aren't in alignment with each other. And I'm okay with that. Like, I dead don't take that shit personally anymore. Like, we don't talk anymore because you think I've... Cool. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Like, at this point in my life, I'm cool with that. Because we don't fall in, in alignment with each other. Because you don't understand me and you're taking what I'm doing personally. 
as is for you, where it's like, is my, I'm, I'm just recharging my battery and doing my own thing and doing what feels good to me. But you take that personally to you, that's on you. Yeah. That's where I'm at with it, like with my with friendships, with anybody, with any new friendships in particular, you know, new relationships in particular. I'll put an effort, you know, and my energy, what I can give, what I can physically give. And if you want more than what I can give, like you're trying to like also drain me, then, you know, we just ain't in alignment with each other. And mm -hmm. that's OK. Yeah. Find yourself a friend that's in alignment with you. Find yourself a very uh, codependent friend. Yeah. <laughs> like mm -hmm. Codependency is not my thing. But also, I think that it's it's important that you said that, you know, you're. it's not like you're not telling the truth about like where you're at at any particular time. Like I was feeling extra social. My social battery was up when I made those plans. But baby, it ain't feel it ain't looking like it ain't feeling the same. It's not giving the same. The meter is not giving the same as it was last week. And I, and I feel like there are certain people who will understand that and there's certain people who won't because they don't understand like sometimes my social media meter is down and I'm like I guess if you're also telling the truth about where you're at or how that goes then I think people under the people who are you know in alignment with you will understand if you're like telling a falsehood of like giving some kind of story then the other person is going to read that as a falsehood and then they're going to they're going to start to wonder and I think that's where um that's where it gets sticky I think the thing that I'm working on, and I think I said this at the beginning of the year too, is working on being honest and in trying to be, not trying, in being honest, it requires a lot of vulnerability. And I always think back to um, uh, Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly, and all this research on vulnerability and being vulnerable and how that builds relationships. I've seen the difference when I, I became more vulnerable with the friends I have tried this with. And, and especially in the new relationships that I had, like I actually, I forgot to mention this in the beginning, but I had to have um, dinner. I went out to drinks. I think two Fridays in a row with one of my coworkers being vulnerable with, with that, with that coworker who I can kind of say is creeping into friendship. Um, now it's like being vulnerable in a way that, that person may not even see as being me being vulnerable. That it takes a lot for me to say certain things, and to most people, or to some people, that's it's like nothing. Like you say that you can say this to anybody, and I'm like, no. For me, vulnerability is like this. It's a bigger part of who I am than than not. I guess you could say. And in sharing some of those things about myself, I feel more comfortable. And if I feel more comfortable, then hopefully they feel more comfortable, and then we can see how far, how deep the rabbit hole goes with the friendship. And I think that. Uh, vulnerability is a big piece in talking about being aligned and, you know, um, what your values are and really understanding who you are and, and what your relationships, specifically friendships, um, could be or look like. And of course, it's different from person to person, but there's certain things that stay, stay the same. I think I have to build myself up to that vulnerability sometimes, but then sometimes I'm very um, open from jump and I, I don't, I don't know if I'm oversharing too, you know, giving too, away too much information too quickly or, but at the same time, I'm like, why the fuck does that even matter? Like, I, I don't have anything to hide. Like, I feel like sometimes um, 
you know, you have to be vulnerable with yourself and be honest with yourself. That's something that I, that I've really like am I'm working on and continue to work on is is being honest with myself. And if I'm honest with myself, I could be honest with other people. So I try to be very like transparent and honest and be like, yeah, I've I've, I've done this and now I don't do that. I've you know, I've this is what I've gone through. This is what I'm going through now. This is what what it is. This is how I am. This is, you know, things I'm working on. No, I'm not perfect, but this is what it is. Take it or leave it. You have a choice. It's all your choice now. <laughs> yeah. I think it depends on the person. Sometimes it's it's their like I think we talked about this too before, but their vibe. Like it's it's what they're giving off that makes you either feel like you can say more or say less, or you need to like be more guarded um and feel things out. And other people it's just it's like diary of the mouth. And that's happened to me, <laughs> you know, with certain friends that I have. Oversharing. That, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's oversharing though. I feel like when when you and I met Arlene, that's how it was though. We we started talking and it was almost automatic. It was I have another friend that the same thing. I met her and the same day we were sharing information about family and talking about her being from Barbados and my family being from Trinidad and growing up in like similar situations and all of those things, talking about childhood. So, and that was on the first day. So I think there's definitely a vibe you give off of certain people. Other people, you may have to take a little bit slower. And I think that just, that just, again, goes back really at least trusting what you feel inside, what's going on with you. And that alignment and, and, and it may not even tap into values, but it's more like, what is it you're feeling and being aligned with that feeling and going with it and not like hesitating because you feel like, oh, I need to hold this back because, you know, they might hurt my feelings. It's more like, if I feel like I can say these things, I should just go ahead and say it. Yeah. And I, I think, I think it's interesting when you say that. Yeah. Cause I always be like, well, they might hurt my feelings, but also some people I sh- share way too much. And I feel like I've had moments where I've shared too much. And then I felt like I shared too much with people, or I feel like there are moments where I need to needed to clarify a lot of things about myself because I feel like a lot of things I'm a mixed bag as a as a human being I am just a mixed bag like I've done so much I've <laughs> been so many places and so like my story doesn't necessarily seem like it adds up unless I tell the whole story but I also have this thing where I'm like I'm worried that people are going to get bored listening to me so I kind of try to keep it very short with people um, about about my life and so that also comes off as like me trying to be guarded but I'm like always worried about like, oh, they don't want to listen to this story that I have about this particular thing. So it's like, I, I kind of keep it really short with people. So I guess that's also not being vulnerable, is it? Because I'm, I'm making a decision of what they want to hear or what they don't. Exactly. Exactly. That's the thing that I have to get out of my, I, I still have to get out of my head sometimes. It's like not making a decision for somebody else, not making an assumption about what somebody else might be feeling, thinking, or, or doing even, and just saying, okay, what is it? Again, like, how do I want to show up? And if in my body, I feel like me saying this is the best thing that I can do at this moment, because all I can do is make a decision for this moment. I don't know about the future. I can tell you this moment, if I feel like I can say a thing, then I should say it. That's not to say that I always do it, but I cannot worry about their reaction, especially if I'm not trying to hurt them. If it's me being vulnerable and sharing and my body says to do it, then I should honor that. I have to honor myself and I can't worry about or think about you know, what they may do with that information. And, and that, that is hard. 
it is very hard, but it's necessary. I feel like if you we talking about expansion and growth and, you know, feeding yourself. Yeah. Um, I think about that sometimes, like if I give too much information, like a person will use that against me. But at the same time, I'm like, that's my information. I gave it to you. Like, how could you use anything against me? That's mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm open with my shit. So it's like, can't hurt me if I if I shared that with you. And it's like, you feel like you want to use it against that just shows me who you are as a freaking human being and better show me now than later. But I don't like, I don't, I don't, I don't really like the, oh, if I give too much information, if I share too much information, if I do this, this stuff, or if I, if I share too much of myself, they're going to use it against me. Fuck that shit. You can't use nothing against me. That's mine. That's mine. (laughs) I chose to share that with you. And that's my, my, what I live with. So, you know what I mean? Like, can't hurt me with no shit that I, I chose to share with you. Now, if you use that information to, to, to be mean, you know what I'm saying? Or to, to be hurtful, that just shows me who you are and we can't be friends. And that's, just, that's the extent of my, the energy I'm going to give you. And what'll be more hurtful to you is the fact that I'm not, I'm not giving you that energy anymore. I'm no longer in your life. So at the, at the end of the day, you hurt yourself. I mean, to me personally, anyways, I'm like you hurting yourself because you got to live with that. I'm mm-hmm. good. I, I, I experienced my life. I lived my, my, my traumas and my pains and I, and I've faced them and I looked at them so much so that I, that I can openly tell you about it because it, it doesn't hurt me anymore and you can't use that to hurt me. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Here's what I want to ask. What are we going to take away from this conversation today? Because <laughs> I'm like, this is, there's been so much. We, we said so much in the com- this conversation and I just feel like there's so much to take away. But what are you, what are you going to take away from the conversation? Um, what do I take away from it? I don't I'm. I'm I don't know. <laughs> uh, because I'm such a, you know, I think about things deeply um, and, and I'm such an introspective person, like on a constant. I'm just trying to, to figure out how to navigate my, re- my relationships moving forward. And, and what I'll take away from it is just to continue to be honest with myself and true to myself, uh, regardless of like, with no fear, like you guys, mentioned to me, you know, when we talked last, like doing things scared. So I've kind of put that kind of into practice and it's, it's been very empowering for me. So it's kind of, I'm like in a new space. So yeah, just continuing to be honest with myself. First and foremost, I have to live with myself. I go to bed with myself. I wake up with myself. So just being true to myself and loving myself. And in doing that, I can give to others and do for others because I'm doing for myself the loving things for myself I definitely love that I think that for this conversation I I'm also going to there's a lot a lot for me to to think about when we get off of this um episode but I also feel like what I've brought up for myself what I've mentioned in this whole conversation throughout this conversation is uh is, is like wait a minute there are things that are coming out um, that I do um, or behaviors or thoughts that come up that are part of my own um, experience, you know, that are part of my traumas that I need to work on shadow work, Natasha mentioned. 
that I need to do shadow work on. It doesn't have anything to do with anybody else. And that's going to help me live in alignment with myself and help me be a better friend. Um, at the end of the day, it's like to be a better friend takes me doing the work on myself. It's, it's not going to, it's, it's not really about me acting or anything like that because the actions come with me being more of myself. And so I'll just take that from, from this episode. In realizing that I want to be more vulnerable and, you know, having talked about being honest before I realized that, you know, I need to continue to be honest and there's still a lot of work to be done in um, all the energy that needs to be put behind being honest and being vulnerable to build the friendships and the relationships that I have. Um, and then in, in making new ones, what that looks like for me and, and continuing to ask myself, like, how do I want to show up? Um, how do I want to show up in work, in my family, in my friendships, in intimate relationships? How do I want to show up? And, you know, that requires me to really be clear on my values and align myself with, with that. Thank you for sharing. Um, I like this conversation. We This was supposed to be a short one, actually. I don't know how, what happened um, here. This was supposed to be a short thing. And we ended up having a longer conversation, but it, it's definitely been helpful for me. I hope it's been helpful for you all as well. Yeah, definitely helpful for me to articulate some things. Yeah, for sure. This be like my therapy. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. I was like, wait a minute, girl. This is expensive, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and we hope you all found this conversation helpful. Hopefully it was um, thought provoking somewhat anyway (laughs) um but thank you all for listening to the awkward stare um if you like share with some friends um and uh follow us for more content like this um we're on we're on instagram at the awkward stare podcast and uh you can also send us some emails at the awkward stare at gmail.com that's the awkward stare at gmail.com and um, you can also slide into our dms on on instagram and uh check us out next week anyway thank you bye yeah bye